Abraham Lincoln said this, Give me six hours to chop down a tree, and I will spend the first four sharpening the axe. So why is it important for a salesperson to sharpen their sales skills? Welcome to The Sales Doctor. I'm your host, Dr. Nate Brooks, and in this episode, we're talking about how to sharpen your sales skills. In history, the snake oil salesmen would always sell to the railroad employees because of their back pains. But as time went on, other snake oil salesmen began to reduce the quality of snake oil and put water in it, thus giving or making an inferior product. Well, also as time was going on, the snake oil salesman has now transferred to the car salesman, used car salesman, the one with the cheap suit, glad hen, what can we do to make a deal? But now, as a result, it's gave a bad image for the salesperson. For example, if a mother would ask their child, little Johnny, what do you want to be when you grow up? Little Johnny would say, uh, a fireman. Maybe a policeman, lawyer, doctor, surgeon, but not a salesperson. In schools, MBA programs, business programs, they never say they want to graduate with a sales degree. But they want to be everything but a salesman because they feel a salesman is pushy, always glad handling and telling not the truth, but a bunch of lies. Well, sales has changed because now you see salesperson is the foundation of whatever you do. Without a salesperson, things do not move. If a company manufactures a widget, a salesperson is the person that has to get the widget into the marketplace. Otherwise, the manufacturer of the widget will never get it out into the marketplace and sold around the world. So let's say, for example, Thinking about sales, how do you sharpen or develop your sales skills? So let's talk about skills. You have soft skills and you have hard skills. Now, soft skills. Soft skills are skills the employer looks for. Let's say, for example, a soft skill. These are transferable skills, interpersonal skills. In other words, they call people skills. In other words, common sense. Nowadays, when employers are lacking certain things, they begin to say, this person lacks soft skills. So what they're saying is this. They lack personal skills or people skills, common sense. Well, with soft skills, you can take no exams. You can't really measure it. In other words, these are developed over time. So how do you manage personal skills? Well, personal skills or soft skills are managed through relationships. People all around you, you build a relationship with. But now what are soft skills? For example, you have communication skills. Now, Dr. Moravian out of UCLA said this, 
of your communication is nonverbal. 38% is verbal and 7% are only words. So now, how do you communicate with people? This is one skill that's high on the list because you see communications also talks about how you can build relationships, starting with rapport and then going to the relationship within an organization or on your team. The next skill, self-motivational skills. In other words, can you do it? Do you need supervision? That's a soft skill. What about teamwork skills? In other words, can you work effectively by yourself and build a relationship with your team members? There's something called Belbin's Rules. You may say to yourself, what are Belbin's Rules? Belbin's Rules are characteristics that you have within your team. Because as these characteristics within your team begin to work, it works together. For example, there are nine Belbin Rules. Sharper, Implementer, Complete Finisher, Coordinator, Team Worker, Resource, Investigator, Plant, Monitor, Evaluator, and Specialist. Number one, the Sharpener. This person drives forward to get things done. The Implementer always gets things done by looking for ways to turn talk into action. The Complete Finisher focuses on completing tasks and tidying up all the loose ends. Now, the coordinator, that's the main guy, the person over the whole part. He's the one that offers the leadership or the leadership role. A team worker helps the team to work effectively by supporting personal relationships. Now, I'm not going to go through all those, but it's very important to understand there's rules to the team. Now, with rules to a team, our next Soft skill will be decision making. In other words, can you make decisions as far as your emails? Uh, when you work with your team, life, can you solve problems? That's a very, very important soft skill. What about problem solving and creativity? This is a high volume area and hard to develop because many people cannot solve the problem because they lack creativity. But if you have creativity and problem solve, that's a skill the employers want. What about time management? Can you work under pressure? Can you get the job done? If you can get the job done at work or at home because of COVID-19 right now, that's a skill they want. What about a positive attitude? In other words, can you improve yourself? Can you be enthusiastic and friendly with the people? In other words, do you have a can-do attitude? And lastly, I think, would be leadership. In other words, can you manage and motivate others and delegate to get the job done? Well, these soft skills are very important to have because without the soft skills, you cannot get the job done. Let's move to hard skills. Now, hard skills are job related. These are things that you have to have to get the job done. Now, these skills can be tested to see if you have them. For example, communication is the number one on the list. Can you get your thoughts and ideas across? Can you verbally speak? In other words, when you verbally speak, do you know what and how to say certain things? Do you use your nonverbal as far as your face, your eyes? Can you give contact with your hands, how you position your body? Well, those are nonverbal skills. What about listening? Can you digest the information that you've heard from your client? Well, number two would be organizational skills. In other words, are you organized? Can you juggle all the things you have to do for as meetings, reports, applications, emails, CRMs, 
customer relationship management. And also make sure you show this on your resume if you're going for a job. Because see, these skills can be easily shown on a resume. Next, ability to work with a team. Are you independent or do you need a team? Well, see, sales is a team sport. In other words, you have, I have, I've been working with call centers and in the call centers, they all work as a team. Well, next, what about negotiation skills? Can you close the deal? Can you close the order? Can you dig deep and make sure things are going to happen? Get the job done. There is one hard skill that I believe is really important. That's the ability to think on your feet. Now, this skill you have to have if you're going to overcome object rebuttals as far as when a client says, well, let me think about it. Uh, let me use a different order or you lose a sale. Can you get it back? Can you rebuttal? Can you think on your feet? Next, what about relationship building? Maya Angelou said this. She said, people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Well, now, how do you sharpen your skill? I've heard many theories on this, but I believe it's like this. If you have a talent for selling or the talent for anything, now you have to practice. But when you practice, make sure you practice with a person that can help you become better. As you become better, do it over and over again. Now, what you should not do is this. Don't practice like you're talking to Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck. Always practice under the conditions that you are going to work in. As you begin to practice over with the conditions that you work in, always have a positive attitude that you can do it. Now, that begins to develop a skill. So you have practice times talent plus attitude equals a skill. But now let's move on. Let's say for now you want to develop your skill. As you begin to use your skill, you have to have the will to do it over and over again the way it's supposed to be done. But now if you don't do that, you're in trouble. Don't be in trouble. Practice. Sharpen those skills. Make it so tight until you're like a surgeon. I have seen so many salespeople with a talent, but they refuse to practice under the right condition. Therefore, they never sharpen their skills. If you think COVID-19 is going rampant, you ought to think about attitudinitis. That's really bad because people have this attitude that they know more than you. They come in late, leave early. Don't want to practice because they think they'll be caught. Well, you'll be caught because you don't practice. Learn to practice. As a singer, actor, conductor practices their skill. As a salesperson, learn to practice your skills to make a difference in this world. Now, to recap, we first talked about the snake oil salesman. Then we moved on to what a person wants out of school. Is it to be a salesman? Or to be a professional. Well most don't want to be a salesman. We asked the question. What's the difference between a soft skill. And a hard skill. I gave different examples. Eight examples of soft skills. Then I talked about hard skills. As far as what was a hard skill. With examples of seven different hard skills. That the client is looking for. That can be tested. If you would like to. Sharpen your sales skills or your skills, period. 
then go to my website, brooksresult.com, make an appointment, and we can chat. Because let's face it, in today's society, you have to have sharp skills, just like a surgeon. Be the best at what you do and make a difference. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. And again, as I always say, stay on top because you certainly deserve it.